All right, team, let's move on to our next story. This one um, is a little more um, of us just brainstorming and trying to get a feel for how some technology is going to impact the future of uh, workplace dynamics as well as just kind of consumer shopping habits. So the pandemic is still raging on, but in the several months that it has been here in the U.S., it has definitely reshaped many of the social interactions that consumers take for granted. Uh, and that response to those uh, reshaped social interactions might be shaped now by edge technologies. So um, the main strategy for companies that are reopening, now this could be a workplace office or a brick-and-mortar retailer, has been, um, you know... Uh, Basically, we need to find a way to operate at a capacity that makes sense for reopening, but we need to keep people safe and at least gesture that we are doing something to check whether or not people are ill when they come in. Now that, uh, since there isn't uh, at-scale quick testing uh, for COVID-19 yet, uh the best way to do that is basically through temperature checks. So that's been the main strategy, issuing temperature checks at the front door of an establishment. But uh, the main ones are handheld temperature scanners, and that still puts the employee at risk, who has to sit there and interact with every single person up close to get a temperature read. And for large mass gatherings, like if we think about concerts or if we think about uh, you know coming into a grocery store or something, it's kind of inefficient to have one person doing temperature checks all the time. So... Um, this is just one example that I found on a CNBC article, but I think it lays out an interesting combo of tech and a deployment that might have um, a permanent solution. A company's IntraEdge and Pyramid Computer are now working with Intel and with um, their kiosk partner, Janus, to deliver a blended tech solution that uses existing screening technology that's already being used in um, hospitality, uh, food and beverage industries, retail industries, combining that screening tech with contactless kiosk tech, which is also being used in those industries. So basically, they're building out a contactless kiosk that sets at about two feet tall, and it has the ability to check more than 1,500 people an hour. So very efficient machine. Uh, this is direct from the CNBC article. I'm going to go ahead and just read this word for word. It breaks down how the tech would be used in practice. Quote, this is how it could work. Say you're attending a concert. You would open up the Janus website on your smartphone and fill out a questionnaire specific to the venue. You might be asked to verify your identity with a two-factor authentication and step up to the machine. After scanning the QR code on your phone, you place your head in the range of the camera, and within one to five seconds, the machine will send the temperature information to your mobile device. The screen on the Janus device won't show your result, but will tell the screener if a guest has been granted access to the venue or not. Uh, so, you know, several little steps there that the consumer and the uh, venue would have to adapt to. But what are y'all's initial thoughts on a solution like that? Uh, do you see this potentially becoming a mainstay for brick-and-mortar retail and workplaces? Because I think that unless this is deployed in a way that it is now baked into the fabric of how you even attend venues or workplaces or uh, retail establishments, um, consumers won't be super receptive to it just because it seems like it has the same plaguing issues as other conveniences um, that have been leading some edge technology 
And those issues often just link to the fact that you have to download an app or you have mm-hmm. to hit a third-party website and all these different touch points that create a barrier between you and the experience. Will that be offered as a mandatory so you have to do it so consumers adapt? Will it be optional and, you know, therefore not many people decide to do it and then it's useless? Uh, or will people just avoid even going to the larger venues because it's too much of a nuisance? You know, like, I I, I don't know. It, it could be a dynamic that deters people, but it could also be a great solution. So what are y'all's thoughts? So this, this kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know, after... After 9-11, airport security changed a lot, right? And, and major changes were done, and it caused inconveniences, and people hate TSA, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's it's a pain to get through security and airports and that kind of thing. But everybody, on some level at least, acknowledges that they're hoping that this does things to keep people safe. And I think that we could reach a similar mindset when it comes to something like this if it becomes, like you mentioned, standardized kind of and baked into the process of just going into any facility. The problem for me still is that you can you can still have COVID-19 and be asymptomatic or still have it and not be showing, you know, symptoms of a fever. And so this still, you know, it, it still feels like we are trying to um, come up with little ways here and there to make our lives go back to normal, go back to the way they were before. Like, oh yeah, so we could still go to concerts. Like, sure, yeah, it's it's there's there's danger around that that kind of thing. But if we have this, then we can still go to concerts. If we have this, we can still go to bars and restaurants and that kind of thing. When really, it's it, it's not a fail. You know, it, it's it doesn't solve all of the issues, right? And so it still feels like we're grasping at little bits and pieces until we can just get a vaccine that actually knocks this thing out. It's all just kind of very small little pieces of a puzzle, but not the entire picture, right? And so uh, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with instituting some of these measures going forward, but I almost don't think something like this really has any kind of benefit until we have a vaccine or a more... Uh, or, or we have a more widespread kind of answer for this whole thing because this in and of itself doesn't really doesn't really answer all the questions. It doesn't really do everything, and it might just give people a false sense of security. Yeah, that's a good point. And I also think that there's an element of uh, kind of deciding which type of venue and what type of gathering requires you know a certain type of of measurement you know i think that you're right if you're talking about just a retail store you know if you mean you know even getting into a grocery store or into a mall or into a store in a mall that might detract people from you know going on a whim or just uh, um, you know hanging out at a place they don't necessarily need to go uh, for something um, either important or specific but, you know, if you're going to something like, say, a flight, you know, where I think is probably one of the best, uh, you know, case scenarios for needing to test pretty well, you're in close quarters, you're, not, you're on centralized uh, kind of recycled air with everybody inside of this, uh, you know, tube. <laughs> so I, I think that that's a uh, kind of one of those use cases where, yeah, you should probably have a little bit more robust testing, maybe have that barrier to entry. But when you're already talking about something like that, you know, we're going to a large venue concert, we're getting on a flight, you're already going through security, you're already going through metal detector, you already have somebody, you know, checking your bags, making sure things aren't going, having just, you know, one other little step of a uh, um, temperature scanner, you know, I think might not 
I don't know, trip up that experience as much as it might in a smaller setting or venue. Like I said, just going to the grocery store, you know, trying to pop your head into a, a gas station or something like that. Um, so I think it might change what we go out for, change the destinations a little bit. If you are looking at getting something um, not experienced oriented and you just need to purchase something, I think we're going to continue to see so much uh, more growth in online purchases, even though we've you know had a huge, huge boom in that already. It's um, I, I, I don't see that slowing down. Um, but but I don't think that that uh, the destination venues, so to speak, you know, being those concerts, being those things that you are already going out of your way, um, you know, to to kind of have security measures in place already, um, are going to be as heavily affected, at least in the short term. And everybody's kind of chomping at the bit to get out of their houses, get back into, you know, the swing of things. So um, I, I think we'll see down the road, you know, and then, okay, so let's even take that one step further. If we have a vaccine for COVID-19 specifically, how do we future-proof ourselves for, you know, any other upcoming type of, you know, public health crisis, you know, or to make sure that we, um, you know, don't get into a spot right now, like we are right now, where we're reacting rather than being preventative. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see, but I think that uh, um, for the most part, uh, you're right, it'll be kind of a similar to a post 9-11 world where we see big changes in security. Um, ideally, the hand of the market will push people who are creating these technologies to make them less intrusive and invasive and, and less uh, of a barrier for you know the people who are just trying to uh, just get out of their houses for a little while. Agreed. Yeah, my final thoughts are basically that this technology has a lot of potential to, I think, assuage some concerns. But like you said, Tyler, this fundamentally does not uh, keep people from getting COVID-19 if they go to an establishment uh, because most of the... um, of the things that it's testing for, which is just temperature, uh, are so surface level. And by the time you have a fever, it's kind of already too late. And um, Dr. Robert Redfield, director for the CDCP, said as many as 25% of people infected with COVID-19 won't even show symptoms. So if you're looking to this as an effective long-term solution for how to keep COVID-19 out of your establishment, you're going to be... um, sorely disappointed because it's not enough and it has to be coupled with social distancing policies, uh, facility management, disinfection, sanitization, all that good stuff. Um, But beyond that, I mean, yeah, what's safer is just not reopening and supporting people and small businesses with cash flow uh, from the federal government. You know, that would basically stop the need for this technology to even be uh, brought in. But I do think that there's a potential for this tech to have long-term positives, and that's if um, the companies that are building it out, especially for these kiosks, keep longevity in mind and give a solution that maybe does provide some concern assuaging uh, for temperature checks, but can be then adapted down the line once the pandemic goes away to then be restructured for a hospitality venue, movie theater, retail establishment, restaurant, all that good stuff. Um, establishments that have been using kiosks for check-in or for convenience already, but taking that and making it contactless and uh, further developing that solution. So I think there are some uh, potential bonuses, like positives for investing in this tech, but 
I just don't think it's enough for its core purpose, and I think that might hold it back. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. 100%. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 